Talk about everything under the sun about parenting. Hi everyone, welcome today to my podcast once again. I'm actually very excited to have a guest here. He is Edmund Tate and he is a father of three, super loving husband, a daddy blogger, and he has been featured extensively. So welcome today, Edmund, to my show. Hello, so, Esther. Yeah. So tell us, you're actually one of the first to blog about parenting. So can you actually like tell us like how's that journey started for you? Like how do you actually started blogging and stuff like that? Okay, I think I started blogging about 2008 and um, basically it was just a way for me to collect my memories and to really update all the relatives about the development of my children. So, you know, when you blog, you know, it's one effective way of telling all the relatives at one time and also offloading all your photos because I like to take pictures of the kids. So, Mm -hmm. I think uh, the blog was a fantastic way for me to really upload all the photos into one place so that all the relatives can also take a look at the development. So that was how and why I wanted to start the blog because it was a great electronic diary in that sense to really collect all the memories. And even now, when you look back at the blog, you can see them growing up through the stages. So it's a great collection point for all these things to happen at one place at one time. Yeah. So that's basically why I started basically. Yeah. So you mean your relatives went up to the site? Yeah, I'll tell them like the grandparents... (laughs) I'll tell the grandparents, okay, the, actually, I don't really need to tell them because they are quite, um, they're quite in love with their grandchildren. La, so they basically want to see. <laughs> they're also want so to see. internet savvy. Uh, yeah, the grandparents are quite internet savvy. Wow, um, okay. In fact, one time, the, we actually wanted to persuade the, the grandmother to start her own blog. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah but then I think she, I think she in the end, too leche, la, you know, too leche to, Mm-hmm. Then also in the end, we must always go and teach her. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> like after that, everybody like regret, right? Like, yeah, so you know, uh, it's okay. <laughs> so since she's not so super keen, so we did not also pursue the idea. La. Yeah. So do you actually even expected that you were going to be like a social media influencer at some point? Uh, no, basically we just started it because we just thought it was a great great thing to do and uh, something fun as well. I don't mind trying new things. I'm, I'm the adventurous sort. So when okay. there's a new project handed to me, I just try and see what happens. And because uh, I got good feedback from my members and everybody mm-hmm. that read as well, mm-hmm. so I just continue mm-hmm. updating and I continue at the project. And uh, slowly, of course, then uh, people, more people came and then it became easier like, in that sense. Because once you have a ready audience, it makes things much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so thereafter, what do you actually really enjoy as like a social media influencer now? Um, although I don't do so much these days because uh, yeah. the kids are getting older. But uh. um, I think we are, I really enjoy the many things that we could do or the many invites that we got. So the great thing about blogging about a family is that you get to do things together with your kids. Rather than mm-hmm. if I wrote about tech, about cameras and handphones, you know, of course I will enjoy it, but... The kids were not. So the great thing about blogging about as a parent is that you get to do things together with the kids. And uh, these are places that we will enjoy going and um, 
it really saved us tons of family expenses <clears throat> because we get to go there on media invites. So that was fun. Mm, yeah. Mm. So we really enjoyed that. So now that your children are like 15, 13, mm. 12, Yes. Right. I get that right. <laughs> yeah. Teenagers. How's parenting? How's parenting I, for you? Parenting has it, is. How, how, how has it actually evolved? I think it's like, different. Yeah, it's different yeah. because parenting at different age groups is 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 different because we need to apply our parenting skills for different mm-hmm. age groups. For example, just now we are talking, right? Kids are still so young, uh-huh. so of course we yeah. need to go through the night feeds and so on, yeah. change the diapers. But I'm so glad I got rid of my wall bag. Don't need to carry diapers and milk bottles around anymore, and uh, <laughs> I can I can finally dump the stroller. So yeah, yeah. I, I you. Need, yeah, so I don't need to carry that heavy load with me. But now it's about parenting teenagers, so mm-hmm. uh, different whole different ball game. You know, I need to deal with um, screen time, especially. I need to deal with um, um, my my wife needs to deal with the heartaches of of being a, a teenager because you know got friendship issues and so on. So I think it's a whole new ball game altogether, and um, just as stressful but different kind of stress altogether. Yeah, at least I don't need to wake up at two a.m. or four a.m. to do night feeds. So, so which is which is better? You want to wake up in the middle of the night, or you want to deal with uh, issues? I think there are different joys. There are different joys because at, uh-huh. at one year old, before one year old, you know, when you feed them, you, you do, they already smile. I don't think uh-huh. there's there's uh you that that really didn't really motivate me then, but mm-hmm. now and then at five year old, you know, they are so cute. You know. You, in, in your eyes you reign supreme your super daddy and super mommy you know you can not do anything wrong now mm-hmm. of course when you're older they see your imperfections and uh-huh. uh, it's a whole new ball game but of course there there is more interaction as well you get to enjoy mm-hmm. them intellectually and you get to really nurture them as well intellectually so it, different stage different kind of development but um, they are children so you, you love them all yeah and so you do you think to, so do you think so that children should be like nurtured at the like the most important phase of their life is the first three years of their lives? I think I think even more than first three. I, I can't remember. Maybe it's the first the first twelve years is the most important age mm-hmm. age uh mm-hmm. age age development ages for for them. So um if if we can be around all the time, that'd be fantastic, lah. Yeah, I'm sorry about the drilling sound because uh, this the upstairs neighbor is doing some renovation right now, so uh, okay. you you get this funny drilling sound. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So all of you have to endure with us, okay? For more interesting answers. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know where he goes. He's going to go on and off, but it happens. So uh, right now he's Life going happens. through a, a real intense period of drilling. So hopefully he goes off soon and then uh, we can talk normally. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, life happens. Yeah. Sometimes in the middle of the night, my neighbors also do some hammering. Oh, wow. wow. I'm also like, why, 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 why are you doing that now? <laughs> but it's always inconvenient, like, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, of course, this is renovation, so he does it only in a day. Lah. But okay, yeah. so no choice. So having said that, do you have like your favorite face, honestly? Do you like, like the chubby, five-year-old cute? Or you like the intellectual... 13, 14, but a little bit emotional, that kind. Mm. I think you must ask me again when I'm 70 or 60 because <laughs> every phase is still new to me. In that sense, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. still discovering something new. Yeah, it's still trial and error. Every phase is still different to me. Maybe when I have grandchildren, yeah, then I, I can fully answer that, that question because uh, 
you know, I'm still discovering new things about myself and I'm still discovering new things about my 15-year-old every day. And because, you know, a girl going through 15 years old is different from a boy going through 15 years old. And the last one is going to, going to, going to go through it differently because every personality is different. Yeah, so I think, I think got perks all along the way. Lah. Yeah, yeah. So is it true or false, like, uh, are girls like more emotional than boys or boys are actually even more emotional? I think generally, if you want to generalize, I think girls are more emotional, but they are also more caring, more conscientious, you know, they, they, they interact more with you verbally in that sense, because, uh-huh. you know, we always say that, that girls have uh, 4,000 words in a day and, and men only have 2,000 words, you know, that's uh-huh. the common, the common generalization there is about men and women. Um, so they definitely talk more, yeah. They interact more with you, with you, while boys are more into video games and stuff like that. <laughs> so do you encourage your boy to talk to you more, or do you have like a specific time you want him to talk to you? I think um, I think talking is 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 really spontaneous. Sometimes they ask you spontaneous questions, and that's that's and those questions can be a teaching moment at that particular moment of time. Because uh, when, when you want to tackle certain issues, they may not be ready. They may not be in the mood. Mm-hmm. So you got to catch when the those moment. moments. Yeah, you got the moments come. You got to really identify and you really got to spot the moment. And um, it's like, you know, we talked today about, about sex, you know, but, but it's just that moment of time. They're not, they're not looking for a long, interesting dialogue with you. They just <laughs> want to know at the moment of time. And that's basically it. And then once it passes, it passes. So you need to really capture the moment and seize the moment and seize the day because you don't know when he it will come again. Cafe yeah. DM. Yeah, cafe DM. Yeah. So so is this uh one of the more more like uh what what do they call birds birds and bees yeah, birds, the birds and, and bees, bees. conversation yeah. like yeah. is it difficult for you or your wife to broach or like because I don't think so they come to you and just ask you right. Uh, no, we, I mean, we, we create the moments sometimes, you know, we, we, sh- we, we buy books, you know, from America and stuff like that to help us. You know, I think the great thing about parenting these days is that there's so much literature outside. Yeah, so yeah. it's always good to read and catch up. And then yeah. once we read, we, we try to apply it. We try to create moments mm-hmm. to, to talk to them about it. But the thing is, just because you create the moment doesn't mean that they are willing to be receptive at that particular moment of time. So we do create the moment, we just talk and then... If they are receptive, you, we go ahead. But if not, then we just uh, move on and wait for another time when we can bring it up again. And when we bring it up again, we see how they respond. Yeah. So it's about, it, there's, there's no fixed formula to parenting. Lah. You know, you will read something in a textbook, but it does not fully apply in that particular situation, in this particular climate, and with your children, because uh, every child is different. So parenting is... is it's really faith, faith based. I, you know, you know what I do in my yeah, yeah, in yeah. my in my public life. Yeah. So so yes. it's a faith based parenting to me because uh yeah it's it's really running. You the can't control spirit. so many uh elements to it. Yes, yes. So so you need to you, really ask for the wisdom for the of best. God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I totally agree with that because I find that it's really difficult to control a lot of things because the children are like uh. They are like empty cassettes, you know. They are like empty, like whatever USBs and stuff like that. <laughs> cassettes, you, you I haven't heard that term for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you show your age, huh, Esther? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, right? Oops. 
I don't know why I was saying cassettes because I think I saw something like my son was playing with this uh this this Elmo thing that has this fake disc. Oh, okay, okay. It's it's fake. Like it's, okay. it's it plays a song, but it's fake. And they have there's like four discs, but it's like useless things. <laughs> So today I was just having a conversation. So I said, "This is what this man." I said, uh, "Oh yeah, this man. Uh, yes, yes. But it's it's fake one now, you know." Yeah. Kind of yeah, thing. I mean, it is is a history lesson when we show them these things, right? Cassette tapes, this man, Walkman. They think it, yeah. they think that we are super retro when we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But honestly speaking, I I I sure I would really use cassettes to describe them actually, you know, like a block of things. <laughs> they are like I mean, totally empty, and you just cannot like you just can't really determine like how they are or how they would. You can just yeah. like guide them and fill them with like values, and if if you fail to fill it up, they will go somewhere else to get that. Yeah, I think this is joy of parenting because they are totally at your um disposal in that sense. You know, like like <laughs> really? like they are open to you to to write on them. You know, and that is, is the joy because uh, you get to influence them and uh, really uh, inculcate values into them, in the especially in the first few years. So we lay the found basic foundations. You know, the power of first mention. You know, we have the ability to first mention any topic, and um, yeah. because we first mention anything, that's why we have um, a heavy influence on their lives. First hand, first hand. Yes. <laughs> I, I sometimes I feel like I'm losing the power. I don't know why. <laughs> I see my son like like want to fight with me sometimes. <laughs> then okay, so so I you you mentioned about like how you loaded the pictures of the children up onto social media. Yeah. So this is something like really interesting for me because uh social media has evolved actually a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, let me think. Like Instagram was probably like ten years ago. Yeah. And during then, when you loaded your children's photos, of course, it's not like so extensive now, lah. Now it's like you can see anything on the internet. Mm-hmm. But at the point of time, have you ever thought like you will you will like expose them to any form of like danger or like to the public eye or whatever? Because you know, it's 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 essentially it's public, right? Anything on yeah. the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So were you ever concerned about that? I think we were we were concerned, and uh, that's why when we took pictures of them in the early stages, we made sure that we are. We did not display the address. We did not reveal too much information about where we stay, because we did not want people to know where 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 are we on the island, you know. Uh-huh, and um, uh-huh. we do not do on spot reporting. Like now we are at Botanic Gardens. We don't tell people we are there now. We report a few hours later when we left the place. Or, or so show, that, show many days back, <laughs> Yeah, so that people don't uh um don't know where we are exactly right now. Yeah, I think because uh at the end of the day. Um, I'm open, but not that open in the sense to mm-hmm. to every single area of my life. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. so I think we do take those things into consideration. And now, because the kids are older, we don't really talk much about them already because uh, now they are teenagers and uh, they have their own rights, and mm-hmm, and uh, we want them to to have their own privacy to live live out their life and to f- discover themselves. So I think. Um, the the blogging and reporting of of their activities is has also changed because it is part of life. Yeah, yeah. This so now thing. y'all know I don't go and stalk him. Okay, there's some parts <laughs> he wants to. Keep, <laughs> because I actually saw this documentary on uh, Channel News Asia. Yeah. That they they actually got a bot 
like a mounting board and then they went to like a person's uh, regular gram mm. and they took out some information and then the person studied the information and actually managed to still know like where they live or whatever although they didn't really state even mm. like we are here now or whatever but they just look at the backdrop right yes they can tell yes. which tennis court you were at Oh blah 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 and all. So it was actually quite scary in that sense. Yeah, I saw, I saw the episode as well. I saw the episode. Oh, I saw that, I yeah. it's, one, it's one of our one, it's one of our blocking friends that, that went on it as well. So uh yeah, it yeah. happens. Yeah. So you really want to piece together because of social media. I'm sure you can. Uh. Yeah, but just that um fingers crossed, faith based. Uh, they, must, they, must, <laughs> they must really want to find out more about us, lah. They really they really yeah. think we are some celebrity or something, you know. <laughs> so I, I think know. uh that that is the disadvantage. That's why some people do have social media accounts because having they are said that, there's also a lot of strange people these days. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, mm, I feel yeah, yeah. there's a there's a rise yeah. of strange people around. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> so, ah, so, happens, so happens. It's like does does your does your like children look at like whatever they blog? Obviously, they know what you're doing, right? Because mm. they they still see like. You have sponsors here and there, so mm. obviously they know, and then they will obviously see what other photos you loaded of mm. of, of them on the internet mm. on the website. Have they ever felt like no, this is so embarrassing, blah blah blah? Have they uh, ever had these like moments? Yeah, certain pictures. Maybe they feel like my daughter will feel that oh no, daddy, don't please don't post this picture. I'm so ugly here. Then I say okay, then we take again, uh. Can we take again? <laughs> so they are. Uh, my daughter is quite obliging, like, in the sense that she will let me take a photo again and uh, she will post a better shot. So, so, so as the kids get older, you need to uh, pass through censorship board. You no, know? they are the censorship board. Oh, 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 okay. So you need to ask them for permission. Can I? But post how about this? the stories that you shared about them when they were young, when they read about it, oh. etc.? Do they feel embarrassed by it? Or the fact that their friends might actually come across this, or hey, I don't know. Oh, that's this ad unloaded. <laughs> Your father, uh, that kind of thing. So far, no leh. So far, no. In fact, when they read about the story, they just laugh. They, laugh. they say that mm. oh, daddy okay. last time is so like that. Oh, I said yeah. Uh-huh. And um, so far, their friends, I don't know. They they never feedback to me that their friends have stalked them on my blog and uh, read about their adventures <laughs> while growing up. Uh-huh, I think uh-huh. um, okay. maybe because uh, none of them are in any relationship. Uh, pray mm-hmm. not yet, <laughs> not for a long time, you know. But, but uh, so so there there isn't any stories like that to talk about, lah. Yeah. So do you like uh follow your children's friends? <laughs> Are uh, you yes, friends with yes, your children's yes. friends? Yes. Really, some yeah. of them, some of them, yes, because they follow me also, so I follow them, lah. And then uh, <laughs> I see I see what their friends are up to, lah. But uh, I'm not I'm not so frequent on it on social media, so because uh-huh, I have a lot of things to uh-huh. do, so I only check like maybe mm-hmm. once or twice a day. Mm-hmm. To really intensively check, also just sometimes I just thumb through, you know. But other mm-hmm. than that, uh, yeah, if they appear on my feed, then I take a look at what they're doing. Yeah. Nah. Okay. So, were you ever concerned, like, uh, because I can actually see, like, uh, especially young kids, they have a lot of uh, modeling, as in they model people from like social media because mm. they are like celebrities people. Uh, so many things like basically you can see mm. everything like how people do makeup whatever and and even when uh my niece was uh sort of growing up like, I mean she's still growing uh she's now like 16 
16 years. So she, she, she will be like, oh, this is so pretty or that kind of thing. But of course, for me as an adult, I know that uh, that would have been Photoshop, la, lighting, la, color, everything. So uh, have, have you ever feared that your children will try to emulate uh, something more fictitious? Because on social media, that is mostly what it is, like a fictitious world that most people have actually created. So were you ever concerned the influence that uh, social media will actually have on their personal image? Um, basically, from young, we do talk about it already. In the uh-huh. sense that, you know, your identity is not based on the number of likes. So mm-hmm. we, we, we try as much as possible to, to, to let them know that, that, um, that, that who you are is not based on the number of likes. So we, we, we actually talk about these issues and we also tell them like, hey, you know, um, just because we talk about this product, how do you actually feel? You know, you took a very nice photo here. Your, your smile is super nice, you know, but, but daughter, you know, what do you really feel? Then they know, they know for themselves because they, they are the product. They are the product of what, of what happened. So, mm. so we use it as an as a object point to tell them like, hey, you know, so what do you, when you see on social media, do you think what the, the influencers say sometimes, is it really true or possibly true? Yeah, so you, we, we tell them they must take it with a pinch of salt. You must evaluate everything for yourselves. You know, you do look at the consistency. You do look at um, what the, the person talks about and ev- evaluate because what you see online is not really what you get in real life. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. So what, 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 uh, like, what age of... Uh, do you advise like new moms like me uh, with very young children like... What age should I actually expose my children to social media? Um, Literally, like even like YouTube. You mean like, like, like having a phone or something or, 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 or watching mm, it? No, uh, maybe just watching it first. I think, I think parenting, we do need to be realistic la, because we, we need to use like YouTube or cartoons, you know, in order to, to give ourselves some breathing space, right? It's very hard mm. to be so draconian and say that no, no TV, no, no programs. To be totally primitive is not possible. Uh, yeah, I think you, it's very, it makes things very difficult. La. It makes it very difficult on your life. La. And you must be able to handle that kind of stress. So uh, I, I don't think that, that if, if you're so stressed out, I don't think your child will be very happy. <laughs> so I think that there must be some form of balance. There must be some form of adjustment. And reality must sit in this, in the sense that I, I do allow my kids to watch TV, to watch YouTube because uh, sometimes I just need space for myself and um, my sanity is more important than um, than having some ideas that I read about in some American book and some professor talks about. Obviously, he does. And um, the amazing thing is some of these professors, they don't have mm-hmm. kids even and they talk about parenting. So I think, uh-huh. I think we need to be realistic about that. So um, yeah, I, I did expose my kids. I did not put an age age where I could uh, where, I, where I thought it was appropriate for them but of course I let them watch age appropriate shows or cartoons when it comes to the handphone I only give them the handphone after 12 so after 12 uh, yeah. did they ask for before 12 did they start like dropping hints yes a lot very often but you know it, just like how I learned to to um when our parents nagged at us when we were younger and we, yeah. <laughs> and we, know, how to, and we know how to tone off those, those uh, naggings. In the same way, I just uh, ignored what they had to say and I just said that you will get your handphone when you are 13 and after you have done all your uh, 
prescribe contractual agreements. Uh-huh. You know, I stipulate that you must learn and do certain things first before you can get your handphone. And I rigorously applied that to number one and number two. So, um, yeah, there were no concessions being made. So once okay. you do those things, then you, 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 you earn the right to have a handphone. Yeah. And even then, it comes with um, uh, apps that uh, regulate your usage and uh, how long you and how often you can use it. Because uh, okay. I don't feel that they, they learned everything right then and right when they turn, become 13. Because uh, maturity mm-hmm. is not age. Maturity is the ability to, to undertake responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so yeah. far, how is it going for you? Do they try to like have more screen time? Yes. Or how yes. much screen time are they actually having now? Um, my eldest daughter, she gets about so my, my wife controls because we use a free app. So each parent con- uses an app to control the kid. So my my daughter, she gets <laughs> about four hours. Yeah. Well okay. my son also gets about three, four hours. But for my daughter, it's easier like, in the sense that she's not so tech savvy. Well, mm-hmm. my son, he's more tech savvy, so he finds all ways to break the rules, and um, he finds go he finds ways to bypass the app as well. And he's uh-huh, only thirteen. Uh-huh. Well, my daughter yeah. is fifteen, but she doesn't think about these sort of things. <laughs> yeah, so you know, it, it it's not a, a it is not a one size fits all kind of thing like, when it comes to parenting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what to do? Some people are more tech savvy. Some people are not lah. <laughs> Yeah, because boys, they are like, they want to play games also, right? So they need more time. Yeah, they want more time and uh, they find ways to go around the app. Yeah, yeah, it's very normal because I have my nieces and nephew, they all like, I know my mother's password. <laughs> 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 they, we, they will, we will all have this. It's more of like whether you're there to use the password or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. How often must you change your password, right? In order to make sure that yeah. there's peace. <laughs> That's why I will never ever show my children. I have never even like show a program on my on my iPad before. Oh, very good, huh? So you managed to maintain that 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 uh that that rule that you wanted to set down. No, actually we we allow them to watch like YouTube. Sort of like but I'm not pro that I always ask my husband to download the the episodes but he's like lazy for two and a half years, still lazy. <laughs> so because I'm not pro ads. Mm. the advertisements that come okay. up okay. and a lot of ads are oh, oh, super not relevant to Sesame Street for example okay. and uh, the children are really too young and they're okay. always fascinated by these things because they have never seen it before okay. so we always have to try to skip it within the first five seconds yeah what do you try YouTube Premium I thought YouTube Premium allows you to have ad free ad free is it? yeah oh, then maybe I, we will just have that yeah you can subscribe to youtube premium i think you get ad free oh, every really, viewing yeah. with that yeah but of course it comes with a price lah. <laughs> that's okay how youtube la. makes you pay money <laughs> i guess i guess like i guess it's really like what what you really want to choose you know yeah. if a little bit yeah. of money can help you to just yeah. help your children i think it's good because the children are just too smart <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah, because even my son, he's like, when we used to pay with our Apple Watch, he was only like less than two years old. He was wow. emulating our, his wrist <laughs> to go to the machine to pay. <laughs> to pay. Yeah. So, and I, 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 I don't really like give them a huge genre of programs to watch. Okay. So now it's just Sesame Street and Barney and nursery <laughs> rhymes. In that sense, I feel like, I feel like um, if you give them too many exposure at once, Mm. Then, then, then when they want to ask for more, what are you going to give? Mm, mm. 
yeah. we're gonna give programs that's like maybe people sit down there talk about toys. Yeah, yeah. Then I'll just Yeah, I go to Toys R Us. I always yeah. have to buy. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just <laughs> thinking, I'm thinking for myself. Oh, speaking <laughs> yes. of which, it's really common for people to have like. Actually, now for my gen, a lot of uh, my friends or people that I know, they only have one child. So, in your opinion, uh, because you have three, is it challenges to, uh, is it challenging, uh, to raise like three children? Uh yes, definitely. I think uh, having three is uh, three times, <laughs> three times times three times the level of difficulty, right? But mm-hmm. um, I think for me, I enjoy children in that sense. Mm-hmm. I enjoy my children. I I never grew up lo- loving to play with kids, but uh, I as oh, a parent. Oh, 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 oh. As a father, I learned to love my kids. Yeah, okay. so I uh, I enjoy them. So I did not think of it as 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 a chore or whatever. You know, I really enjoyed it. So multiplying the level of difficulty was something fun and a new adventure for me to undertake. Yeah. So. So is there any benefits to having like more more than one child? Definitely, they have companionship. So mm-hmm. they learn to to make they have. They have really play companions, mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. true, true, and um, especially during COVID, very difficult to find play date. Yes, yes, correct. Yeah. So with the companionship, I think that that is um fun for them, fun for mix mix growing up, fun for them rather than always mm-hmm. playing with um the figurines by themselves. There's someone to actually, you know, or you maybe your parents. <laughs> yeah, was young leh. Parents every time play tea party. <laughs> or, or having a Star Wars Drink fight, the tea you know? a million times. Yes. So if they have a brother or sister, it makes things easier. Yeah, uh-huh, I, think, uh-huh. I think in that sense. But just you just may be, must be prepared like, as a parent, of course. You, you must, your mind must be ready to handle the extra responsibility. Yeah. Do your children, are your children are close like, as siblings or they fight often? Um, I think generally they're close. They are close. But of course, like any other sibling, any other human beings, just like our own family also we fight so they also have their fights so i think so what is the, what, what are the like uh trivial things that they fight over about um who gets to use the toilet you know why <laughs> I in my room why I use my clothes <laughs> why uh-huh, I use my uh-huh. pillow uh-huh. <laughs> it's all it's all very trivial it's the boreal things in life that we all mm-hmm. can identify with that we used to fight with our brother sisters when we were growing up as well yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it happens okay so how would you actually advise people if they are actually thinking if they should have more than one kid? Um, just be prepared. Yeah, you you must be you must be you must be prepared yourself. You must. After you this, no one wants it. But it's a joy, ma. But it's a joy. It's a joy to have. It's a joy to have. Yeah, it's a joy to have. Because uh, they they really bring they really bring joy and fun to your lives, lah. Uh, having. Having kids is something really enjoyable, yeah, and it grows you as a person. For me, it really grew, helped me to grow in, in, in to understand what love is, to understand what the love of, of my God is all about, and um, it really helps me in development because uh, you truly understand what is grace, what is love, and what is uh, being compassionate and merciful. Were all you at like one a, time, yeah. Were you like a hot, uh, like a uh, like. Uh, a, a very angry father, <laughs> like uh, fierce uh, or fierce. Um, yes, I mean, I can, I can be when when they press the right buttons. Yeah, I can, <laughs> yeah, I can suddenly explode. But but yet also, um, 
it just quickly as, as um, quickly deflates. It's like a balloon uh-huh. that bursts, and after that, it just quickly deflates. So that's that's because it's my of my personality, lah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's more I'm like that. Yeah, and and the kids get used to it. Lah. They know like oh, you know, once uh, daddy explodes, just leave him alone for a while. After that, he's okay already. Then we just go on with life. So mm-hmm. I think uh, every family is different. Every parent is different. So it's mm-hmm. a matter of adapt, adapting to what your parents mm-hmm. are like. Yeah. So what to do? No one's perfect, right? So true, there's, true, some, true. there's some to be some, um, some level about of every parent, yeah? <laughs> there's always some yeah. level of guilt in parenting. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and parenting, the one of the hardest things is to learn to say you're sorry to your kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I learned how to do that. and uh, Now I'm already saying sorry to my kids sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I also think, yeah, I also think like, now if I can't even say it to him, mm. then maybe when he's grown, Older, you, I, yeah. I might not even say that I'm Correct. sorry, right? Correct. So, but it's true because initially we only, we didn't want to have kids at that phase of our lives. And then after that, we had a kid and then I was thinking that uh, it's very uh, difficult to, it, I mean, you can find play dates, but you know, play dates, you know, there is a mm. date to it. So yes. it was really difficult and I decided that maybe we should just get him a companion. And I was just thinking, hey, I know, but my husband was really not keen to have another one, you know, because he was not like, he was never like child friendly in that sense. Yeah, yeah. So I was just having a conversation and we never had a, we never, I could never get him to say yes. And my husband is always very obliging to me. So that's like almost one of the things that he said no. <laughs> you know? So I also don't want, and I also have to be fair, right? For him. Mm. So eventually I said like, oh yeah, you know, I, I just calculate. I say, you know what? Uh, if by this time we have a kid, that's before I'm 35. And then like, uh, maybe if God gives us a kid in the month of March, blah, 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 blah. And also in the month of March, we realized that we were actually pregnant. Wow. Very good. And uh, we didn't, so... we didn't like try or something. We just like, like it was just like one time or whatever. So after that, we were like, okay, lah, then we just, so we had our second kid. <laughs> and so... it was not, and it's something that always like, I, Sometimes because I'm very close to my eldest because mm. he was like the only kid. I always mm. think think to myself that what if like you are still my only son, you know? But always when I see how the how they actually bond with each other, even at this very young uh, stage, yeah. like not really fully understanding anything, I always think to myself that I think I made the right decision to Yes bite the bullet and because it was yeah. very difficult second pregnancy so it's like oh my god <laughs> 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 but it was like worth it you know because yeah. I, I i always think to myself that like because you love the first one and you always think about like one day when you will no longer be able to be with him and that that would just break my heart and i was just thinking ah, it's better that you have a sibling you know yeah and so, i think in time as well you enjoy the benefits of number one number two and, and so on and so forth yeah. as well because uh, you think I have more home allowance <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the one you can talk to that was within your control uh. <laughs> you can talk to you can talk to your CEO <laughs> but I I, 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 I I hope so that the benefits will, will be really more so that they, they have someone that they can count on mm. I think that's really really important yeah 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 in such a precarious world <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So I, I, I see like your are your daughters actually close to you? Like my daughters? Um Oh they're equivalently yes. close. I think I think the eldest one is closer. Yeah. 
because mm-hmm. the elders elders one also talks more so it's easier mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so number three is, is is still a work in progress yeah okay. but of course we are different different personalities lah yeah so is there such thing as daddy's girl my wife says there is of course but i i don't feel that there is lah but my so wife there's mommy's there boy lah at home uh yes <laughs> i tease her about it as well yeah uh-huh, okay. because so your son is closer to her uh, like okay, I mean, put I it in a way I like think, I think there some things that they will tell you only, and or some things that your son will only tell mommy. I think it's different because we engage them both differently. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we do like to generalize, but women generally just talk a bit more. So my wife talks to them <laughs> more in that sense. Uh-huh. That, she, that's she goes something for, that you have uh, made your statement quite much. Yeah, <laughs> she she makes that, that emotional attachment more while. Uh-huh. Well, I like to bring them out. I like to ask them to come. Let's go and do something together. Let's Activities. go and do oh. yes. So I think we both communicate very differently. I think that's how God made men, women, and because we mm-hmm. are both so different creatures, I think that's what also makes the the family complete in that sense because mm-hmm. we complement each other and um, we hit on different points. So when it comes to academics as well, they all go to my wife because uh, <laughs> she's better explaining things, more patient. Uh-uh. Well. Okay, okay. Um, I'm not very interested in looking at the academics, lah. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, okay. I would just rather exam time. You know, hey, you know, if still got time, let's go and play some more. So, uh-huh. so my wife needs to pull me in and and be in control of the academic situation. Yeah. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I think both very different creatures altogether for my family, and not every family is the same. So, yeah. So basically, that works for you me. have no favorites. I think. Yes, in the sense that we try to have no favorites, we try, but there's certain. I mean, you're asking me tough questions, which they will eventually they will hear this. So, so you know, you, I need to think, 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 home, right? you think, think, think carefully, right, before you answer, correct? Uh-huh, so, yeah. You know, it's like I can talk to my <laughs> I can talk to my son about video games, but I don't okay. talk to my daughter about video games. So, be, if mm-hmm. I like video games and I talk to my son about it, does it mean that it's my favorite? It's a matter of mm-hmm. perspective, right? It's a favorite subject. Yeah, it might With be the right person. <laughs> so if it's about soccer, I will talk to my boy about it. I like soccer, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'll talk to him about soccer. But I don't talk to my girls about soccer because they have no interest in soccer. So you're a Liverpool fan or a Man U fan? Ah, uh, Man U, Man U. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Premier League is starting. Yes, this weekend it's happening. <laughs> yeah, and you guys have this uh zigzag this. Uh... <laughs> 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 I'm sure you know, right? Yeah, yeah. The the, the jersey, the jersey. Yeah. I haven't got it yet, so. Oh, Those we'll of see. you who are like football fans, yeah. y'all will know yeah. what we are talking about. So just now we talk about birds and bees. So is there any challenges for you, like considering that your your daughters they have to go through uh puberty and you are not like a female, you are a male counterpart. Like, is there difficulty for you to like, um, you know, is because for for guys it's either like you are totally involved in the metamorphosis of mm. your children, mm. uh, especially for girls. Or you just totally throw it to your wife. Hopefully, she can somehow just handle it, and you are just totally out of the picture. So, like for this part, like which are you? Are you like 
part of the metamorphosis process or you are like totally like, hey, okay I took the easy way out I left it all to my wife for the girls okay, because okay. I couldn't explain uh-huh. sanitary pads I have no, I have no idea how to oh, wear never them used before, huh? <laughs> yeah, never, no idea how to wear them so you know I said not that uh, difficult okay, you, know? <laughs> uh, you, you please explain it to them because I don't know which uh-huh, is better uh-huh. which is which is a good brand uh-huh, or whatever uh-huh, so uh-huh. you go ahead well I I just had to talk All to right. the boy. La. The boy is much easier. But 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 you know, puberty is not just about like having your monthly period or mm. whatever. Puberty is also like about uh, change in body, change mm. in uh, self reflections. Mm. Like, uh, are you are you involved in all these things, or do you do you equivalently like actually feel maybe this is like, quite a difficult question? Like, equivalently feel like awkward about it. Is it normal to feel awkward? I think it's part of my own metamorphosis that I'm mm-hmm. okay to talk about it. So mm-hmm. my wife had to talk to the girls about the birds and the bees. I had to talk to the boy about the birds and the bees. So mm-hmm. of course it's awkward in the sense that you've never done it before. This is your first time, mm-hmm. you know. And um, But the great thing is that there's literature out there to help you. So I made use of some mm-hmm. instruments out there like... Um, 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 Generation of, generation of virtues, you know, kind of thing. Oh, so okay, I okay. made use of those, those, those materials to help me. And mm-hmm. um, basically, I just needed to, to just try it out myself uh, and, and speak, and speak in, sub, in the topics that I don't normally talk about. Mm-hmm. And of course, it feels daunting. It feels scary at first. But after a while, you realize that, hey, you know, it's your first time telling about, talking about this. But it's, your son is also the first time hearing about it. So he has no... Mm-hmm. No clue what you're talking about. <laughs> concepts, you know, he's not evaluating you against um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, a guru yeah, like yeah. maybe James Dobson or something like that. No, he, he uh-huh. has no he has no conceptions at all. Yes, okay. and he he's just happy to hear whatever you want to say if if it's the right time. So do you like specifically tell them like uh, what age they can date? Um, my daughter, we did talk about it. I think um. As a parent, of course, I push it as far back as possible. <laughs> like 25. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe you're so kind, maybe 30. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm just joking, of course. I'm just joking. No wonder these days people only have one children. You know? <laughs> I'm just joking, of course. But um, I mean, we try to push it as far back as possible. But realistically, I mean, if it happens, it happens. Lah. But of course, my desire is to see it as far back as possible. Yeah. Okay lah, about when lah, like because <laughs> about about when like after uni. Yeah, I think if in the ideal world that'll be great, or during uni, yeah, that'll be great. Mm-hmm, but if, mm-hmm. I mean, I, these are things out of my control in a sense that uh, I yeah, can, yeah. Mm-hmm, I can, mm-hmm. I can tell them what I prefer. Yeah. But but whether or not it happens in real life, it's it's mm-hmm, another mm-hmm. thing altogether. So that's that's where our faith and God comes in, right? <laughs> so do they come home and share like uh, who they probably have a crush or infatuation on? Um, or they're just equivalently shy about it? Okay, I'm, I, I too experienced this for the first time. That says my, my, my daughter is 15 years old. I don't have loads mm-hmm. of experience on this. But so far, mm-hmm. she has, does not seem to have any crush in the sense that, that uh, she's always hanging out with girls. So okay. I, I don't hear I don't hear any about any crushes or that. Mm-hmm, Maybe she mm-hmm. has, I don't know. So we'll see how lah. Yeah. Because um I'm just learning along the way as well. So Yes, yes. And this every, is this is every the one thing of them is different. Parenting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So in your opinion, no matter how, because uh you're still ultimately like a daddy of three with yeah. kids. And you know, so do you have any like tips for daddies out there, especially for like um, 
you know, like the new fathers. Like one of the one of the things I ever asked my husband uh, before we had our first child was like, I, I was asking like, what would you be like? What would be your greatest fear as a dad? So he would be like, my greatest fear would be that I can't be a good one, you know? And a lot of us, we, a lot of people actually, they, they, especially the guys, they may not even have like a really good relationship with their dads because we're living in such an Asian culture. Like your, our fathers don't really talk and, and they may not even be one that uh, like any, any guys would look up to. So what would you actually like, any tips and tricks for them? Like when they're going to become a dad, they are nervous about it or they are like scolding their children. They feel guilty about it. So yeah. what, 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 what would you say? I, I, I think um, um, we all did not have perfect fathers. We all mm. grew, did not grow up having perfect fathers. Our fathers yeah. did not have any materials or any parenting books yes. to read about. So mm-hmm. um, we're all in the same boat in that aspect. But of course, the best thing is that um, we, we, we make life according to how we live it out. So we can decide. We have a hand mm-hmm. in deciding our own destiny. So we are never adequately prepared for it because mm-hmm. we are all still new parents. And we are still mm-hmm. finding out things along mm-hmm. the way, but we are the best. We are the best parents that our child could ever have because only we love them as much as we as we can. So, mm-hmm. as long as we're willing to invest the time, you know, parenting is about time. I think mm-hmm. as long as we're willing to invest the time and uh, really spend time with mm-hmm. them and and to to really teach them the virtues of of what we believe is is good, then. I'm sure that we can do a good job. Yeah, we may not be the it may not be the perfect job, but mm-hmm. but uh, I don't think I don't think um your child right now is looking for a perfect parent. Your child is just right now looking for a parent who, who would love them, who would spend mm-hmm. time with them, and you're mm-hmm. willing to give them those big sick ingredients. I'm sure mm-hmm. that you can raise a healthy child, and um as long as you're willing to give them that time and willing to invest and 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 put in those virtues in them and know that we are raising someone that is going to 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 really be a good person as long as willing to do that i think mm-hmm. i think we have the we, we are the best people for the job yeah mm. because no one else can love your child as much as how you would love them yeah mm-hmm. so and of course the best thing about us is that we have a faith we have a god that we can rely on and um, mm-hmm. he will give us the mm-hmm. wisdom he will give us the the right mm-hmm. context, the right community life, the right people that we mm-hmm. can turn to as well yes. to help us along the way. So that's the best part of our about our faith as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think this is really, really encouraging because I think parenting is a journey that, that requires a lot of trial and error and there's so much imperfection in it. But I guess like I guess you're right, you know, like it, it is really what kind of life you want to give to the children. Yeah. About being present with them. Yeah. Which I think there are actually a lot of daddies these days, they are like quite hands on. I can tell. Like yeah. they are more hands on, they are feeding more, they yes. are like uh you are seeing them more yeah. and, and somehow you don't know where are the wives now. <laughs> like at the play area you see the fathers more, then the wives don't go where. I think it's really, really great that uh they are more the, our society now we're actually more open to like co parenting, you know, like the equivalent share of what a woman has to take. Mm. So mm. I think it's really, really good. And it's really, really encouraging. I really like what you said. 
Oh, thank so, you, thank you. Today we really have a great time. I had a really, really great time knowing more about Edmund's family and uh, all the new things that he himself is going through because his children are as well going through the same phases of puberty, teenager, and stuff like that. So I hope that you guys enjoy today's episode. And thank you once again for coming up here. So no problem, yeah. If you guys are actually like looking out for him, go to his Instagram, app unloaded, or else just go to his site. Okay, it's there and it's an award-winning site. So go out there for materials, resources, you know. And we will see you guys very, very soon on our next episode of The Parent Day. See you guys. Yes, you bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. If you like it, subscribe, follow, share, and like. I will see you next time for the next episode, right here on The Parent Thing.